Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Well, hello, writers. Welcome to episode number 383 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Heron. So glad that you are here today as I'm talking to Jesse Q. Sutanto. And you're going to love this. We talk about writing whole books in 15-minute bursts and lowering your standards, giving yourself to write the permission to write just a trash mountain, a mountain of trash. And this is something that we all need to be able to do. And I'm not kidding. We need to be able to lower those standards, lower those expectations for yourself. So please stick around for that. It's only going to be in a minute because this is going to be a very short intro because I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted, y'all. Um, what's been going on around here? I have been sick after I uh, did that episode last week. I was so excited to be home, so excited to be testing negative. Um, I think I may have just tested positive that morning again, um, but was still feeling okay. I did not remain feeling okay. I had the Paxlovid relapse, um, which was, you know, it was fine because the Paxlovid and the negative test being negative allowed us to fly home around the world. It allowed us to see Barbie, which was amazing and fly home. And then I got sick again and I was able to do this show and I was able to open my classes the next day. And then I was able to go to bed and stay there for three days with Lala. We were both um, pretty sick. I was as sick as I had been uh, with the first round and Lala was actually a little bit sicker. She was one of those people who really had it very lightly the first time um, and she had it she had it worse the second time. So uh, for the last two weeks, two and a half weeks, we've been pretty sick. And as of yesterday, I have started to feel better as of yesterday. I tested negative, remaining testing negative. Um, And as of this morning, I woke up naturally at 6 a.m. And oh my God, it felt good to wake with the dawn and get out of bed, which is my typical chronotype. I like to wake up slowly with the light and get out of the bed and start my day. And it felt great. So um, that's been going on. Uh, and I'm also, I've also been writing because I'm on deadline. So uh, I've been doing very little work for those days I was sick in bed, but otherwise I've been working my ass off, which probably isn't ideal. I have also been trying to rest, but I'm not good at it. So, uh, you know, I'm bored already listening to me talk about this. I'm so bored of thinking about being sick and how I feel. So I'm not going to. Um, we're going to jump right into the interview because that's where the interest lies today. Absolutely not in me. Um, it lies with Jesse. Jesse Q. Sutanto grew up shuttling back and forth between Indonesia, Singapore, and Oxford and considers all three places her home. She has a master's from Oxford University, but she has yet to figure out how to say that without sounding obnoxious. Jesse has 42 first cousins and 30 aunties and uncles, many of whom live just down the road. She used to game, but with two little ones and a husband, she no longer has time for hobbies. She aspires one day to find one, that is one hobby. I'm Not Done With You Yet is her most recent release. Please enjoy this fantastic interview with Jesse and get a little bit of your own writing done. And here we go, my friends. Okay, you know I love planning and goals, but I believe that all plans and all goals fall apart. And knowing how to replan and rejigger them is essential for being a happy, productive writer. In my Patreon group, Rachel says, plan. We plan the month's writing goals in detail. We rejigger as needed. We debrief at the end of the month. 
And then we rinse and repeat. This Patreon level also comes with a monthly live Zoom video Q&A. It's just for this group. It is not for the podcast or anyone else. It is recorded so that if you can't attend the monthly session live, that's fine. You'll get it and I will answer any questions you have. But this is as close to coaching as I do anymore besides my 90 days courses. So if this is something that interests you, if you want to plan your writing goals a little bit better and give yourself a little bit more grace when they fall apart because they will and then set them up again, this is where you should be. Come over to patreon.com slash Rachel for more information. I would love to have you. Well, I could not be more pleased to welcome you to the show. Hello. Would you please share your name and your pronouns with us? Hi, thank you so much for having me. My name is Jessie Q. Sutanto, um, she, her, and uh, I'm here talking to you from uh, sunny Indonesia. So what is, what is the weather like where you are right now? Um, it's very hot and humid. Uh, I was actually just in New York last week and people were like, oh my God, it's so humid here. And I was like, what are you kidding? This is so nice and dry, you know, compared to Indonesia. This is like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here in Wellington, it is always so, so humid. We take about four to five liters out of, of water out of the air every mm. day, just from the dehumidifiers. I'm just constantly dumping oh, wow. them. But it's very cold. It was 10 degrees Celsius in my office this morning. So I was like, oh my. Is, I'm wearing merino and fleece. And yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hot and wet and cold and wet. All right. Well, so I, when I was doing my research for you, before we started talking, I wanted to see what else you had written. Oh my gosh, Jesse, you've written so much. I would love to talk to you about um, your writing process because I know you've got kids. How and where and when, how do you get it all done? Um, so, you know, what's funny is that when I was in, in my twenties before I had kids and had all the time in the world to write, um, I didn't use it. I was just like procrastinating and, um, I would just sit at home and, you know, kind of just go on Twitter, go on writing forums. And then I'd look up at the clock and I'd be like, oh, you know, my husband is coming home in an hour, you know, and then I'd be like, okay, I better start writing. So I, I look back at those days and I just want to like kick myself, you know, um, and it was only after uh, I had my first kid um, and uh, after she was about six months old, I was like, okay, I want to start writing again. And so I started um, waking up super early before she woke up. I think I was waking up at around like five in the morning, um, which gave me about an hour to write. And, um, oh my gosh, that was like my most productive hour ever, you know, um, just kind of knowing that she was going to get up at any point, yeah. um, taught me to write super fast in the mornings. So now my kids are, um, at school. So I have a little bit more time, but I still like to just get it done in the morning. Cause that's when I know, um, my mind is the freshest, like no one is bothering me. Um, you know, that's, that's just when I get all of that stuff done. And do you write at home or do you go out to a cafe? Where do you prefer to get it done? So I usually, um, write at home, but right now I am writing a, like an adult epic fantasy, which is really <gasps> kicking my ass. And so, <laughs> um, 
and so I've I've been taking myself to a cafe uh, to write it. Um, just it has like fewer distractions. Yeah. Um, so that's been working really well. Let me ask you about that because I'm a I'm a multi genre writer. I think I just I think my most recently sold book is my sixth genre, and so just Ooh. from looking at your books, I'm counting that this fantasy is maybe your third or fourth genre at least. How do you how do you feel about mm-hmm. balancing genres like that? Because I have a hard, I mean, I like it, but I have a hard time with it too. Yeah, um, I love it actually. Uh, it's very refreshing to me because um, I would, you know, after after I wrote my adult suspense, uh, I'm not done with you yet, which is coming out in August. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, this this was so fun to write, but it's also very dark and um, very, you know, full of bitterness and resentment. Um, and I was like, I'm, I'm actually really ready to write something lighthearted now. And I think after that was when I wrote my YA rom-com. Um, and I just, I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy writing this. And then I got done with that and I was like, okay, now I wanna kill more people, you know? So it's, it's really fun. I, I love switching. <laughs> That's amazing. So we've got the the mm-hmm. kind of cozy, we've got thriller, mm-hmm. we've got YA rom-com, and we've, now we've got epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Anything else lurking in there? Um, I do have like a children's fantasy, middle grade fantasy. So five, yeah. five genres. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. What is your biggest challenge when it comes to writing? Um, It really comes like very different genre like right now with the fantasy the adult fantasy um the the most difficult part for me is the world building um because it's it's not set in our world um so this is why it's kicking my ass because I'm writing and I'm like oh no is this is the way I write too close to how you know we talk mm-hmm. um and and I hate it it's like it feels so unnatural but it's it's a good challenge for me, so I'm I'm gonna keep going, even though I kind of feel like, wow, this is so bad, I can never show it to anyone. <laughs> but that's that's like a typical first draft, though, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. That's true. I can't imagine doing the world building. I find world building even in contemporary so difficult that epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. That is that's that sounds like a yeah. fun, difficult challenge. What is your greatest joy when it comes to writing? Um. You know, it's that moment where, so I, I set 15 minute timers and that's how I, how I write. Uh, so for 15 minutes, I just force myself to, to just write no, like no taking a drink or anything, you know, no, no self editing. Um, sometimes during those 15 minutes, I, I fall into that zone where every, like the rest of the world kind of disappears and I'm in in my book and then the timer goes off and I'm like, Oh my gosh, wow. That went by in a blank. You know? Um, I, I would say that's like the best part of writing that feeling of forgetting everything else. I love that you do it in 15 minute bursts. I have, I have written a couple books in 15 minute bursts because it's all I could. That's, that's what worked for those books. Um, do yeah. you ever go beyond that or when the timer goes off, is it just time for a break? Um, no. So when I am in the zone, when the timer goes off, I just immediately set another 15 minute timer and go back to writing. 
Oh, that is so cool. And yeah, I, I think there's a lot of people who believe they can't write books mm-hmm. in smaller chunks of time, but sometimes that's, that's the perfect way to do it. Mm, yeah. I think. Can you share? That's a, that's like a craft tip right there, but can you share another craft tip of any sort with our writers? Um, yeah, so I have a lot of them um, because I've been doing this for, for a long time. And um, I think I made a lot of mistakes along the way. Uh, but my best writing tip would be um, to lower your standards. Yes. And uh, like, yeah, I, I literally like each time I uh, sit down at my computer, I actually say out loud to myself, um, I, I'm giving myself permission to write trash. Yes. And um, it's just so it frees my mind and, um, you know, frees it from any blocks or anything because I just keep coming back to it's okay. It's okay to write trash. It's okay. I am going to write trash. Um, this is what I'm mm-hmm. aiming for. It's nothing better than trash. Yes. Um, you know, and yeah, cause I used to be like blocked for weeks and weeks, you know, and then wake up and I'm like, Oh, I feel inspired. And then I'll write a few hundred words and then I'll be like blocked for a few more weeks. Um, <laughs> but ever since taking out the mysticism, you know, of, of writing, um, and treating it like a, a day job that I have to do every weekday, um, then it's like a well-oiled machine now. I love that you say it out loud every day because I feel like mm-hmm. what I have always run into is that I know that I'm supposed to write trash and I give myself permission to write trash and I write trash for three or four days. And then I get, I always forget you for, you know, like today mm-hmm. I should be a better writer and I should be writing something better. And oh, to constantly yeah. remind ourselves that our job is to write trash in a first draft is huge and saying it out loud your mm-hmm. brain is always saying yep this is my job this is what i'm going to do mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. exactly fantastic. what is the kindest thing anyone's ever done for you in your writing career um well so my husband is very 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 supportive um after we got married i was living in england with him and um and he was working and uh for a while i wasn't um, and then, you know, I, I started doing wedding photography, but that's very seasonal, especially in England. Um, so like a lot of the winter months, you know, um, I wouldn't have much work. And I said like, oh, maybe I should um, get a, like to help out. And he was like, no, um, I believe in your writing. And I don't think you should be spending your time um, you know, working somewhere else. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's okay. Like I, I want to do this and you, you should be working on your writing. Um, so that was like how much he believed in me. Uh, mm. and, and he told me very honestly, he was like, you know, if I, if I had read your book and thought like, Oh, this sucks, you know, then I'd be like, yeah, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe go get a job. Doing something else. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's very honest, um, because he's, you know, he's a, he's a physicist and he has like no tact. Um, so, so I believe him when he said, <laughs> you know, like I would tell you if it sucked. <laughs> that is gorgeous. And then, and so kind and so, so, so supportive. What is the kindest thing mm-hmm. you've ever done for yourself as a writer? Mm, 
Oh, I love that question. Um, I would say it is, um, you know what I would say it is treating myself with respect. Um, so like when, I, when I started querying agents, I, I kind of held them on this pedestal, you know, and I was like, Oh my God, an agent. Um, and I, I like, I'm on my fourth agent right now, which is like insane, but she is my forever agent. Um, but like one of the agents that I had before her, um, they were quite toxic, you know, and, um, they would give um, their critique in a very negative, like way that you know, kind of destroyed my confidence. But mm. um, because I just kept thinking, like, well, they're agents, you know, they're part of like a top agency, um, and you know, who am I to question them? And it took like almost a year for me to realize, like, you know what? Like, I, I shouldn't view them as people who are above me. I should view them as people who are um, my partner. Um, mm -hmm. And and I thought, um, even though they're agents, and I am nothing but a lowly writer, I, I, I can't like let them treat me like this anymore. I need to respect myself more. So um, I left them and um, took some time to kind of heal. <laughs> mm -hmm. I bet. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, you know, I'm so grateful to this day. I'm like, oh, thank God. Like I didn't stay with them. <laughs> not only, not only think I did, you didn't stay with them, but like you, you left them and you kept going because it would have been really easy to just drop away and not, and I'm believe, you know, just mm -hmm. say, say like, oh, I can't do what they want me to do. And I guess that means I'm not a writer and I can't do this. And, mm -hmm. and you didn't, you respected yourself enough to know not, not only can I do this, but I can do this better with somebody mm -hmm. else with mm -hmm. your forever agent now. May I ask yeah. what happened to the other two? I'm so curious. And I know that listeners will be curious too in the, in the tale of four mm -hmm. agents. Yeah. So <laughs> I know. So uh, one of them, she uh, quit agenting and um, started working at an art gallery. So I was like, Oh, that's, that's really cool. Like I thought we had a pretty good working relationship, but she just decided agenting wasn't for her. Um, it would still be a blow. Yeah. The other, yeah. Um, the other one, uh, he actually sold my um, young adult suspense, uh, The Obsession. And um, he is the most decent guy. But um, aside from that, we weren't able to um, like sell any of my other books. Mm -hmm. And I decided like, oh, I think, I think we're kind of like too close uh, to each other, like to each other's vision. Mm. And so he wasn't able to um, identify where my work was lacking. Um, but to this day, like I highly recommend him to people um, mm. who ask me anything about him. So um, yeah, th they were very good relationships aside from that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you've had like that three little bears experience of like having all of it. You've had yeah. um, not a great mm -hmm. one. And then you've had a very nice, but not perfect for you. And then you've had a very nice, mm -hmm. but they quit and now you've got your forever. So thank yeah. you for explaining that to us. And, and people think like, once mm -hmm. I've got an agent, I'm, it's all, mm -hmm. I'm made, I'm made in the shade, but it doesn't always work out. Yeah. That so that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. What is the best book that you read recently? And what did you love about it? Um, so I recently 
I don't know if like a few months ago counts as recently. I, I think yeah, it does. Absolutely. Um, it's a uh, yellow face by RF Kuang. Um, and it makes me so mad that I didn't write it. <laughs> like, you know, that's the best kind of book to read, <laughs> isn't it? I know. And like her insights into publishing, you know, they just like hit so close to home. I, I, I think every writer um, that read Yellow Face, they, they read it, you know, gasping, like, oh, oh my God, like, I can't believe she called that out and, and that part out. Oh my God, you know? So like, if anyone is uh, interested in like an insider's look at publishing, this is the book for them. And it's just so scandalous and delicious. Um, it's it's like you know anyway yeah number third on my tbr list right now and i just heard her on a podcast mm -hmm. and just the way she talks about the book was so compelling to me i cannot wait to mm -hmm. read it thank you speaking about yeah incredible compelling books can you tell us a little bit about your most recent novel which is your second novel that is coming out this year from berkeley because um in March, you had Vera Wong's unsolicited advice for murderers come out. And now you have I'm Not Done With You Yet, which will be out by the time this episode goes live. Can you tell us a little bit about I'm Not Done With You Yet? Yes. So I'm Not Done With You Yet is an adult suspense, uh, which is my favorite genre to read. And I've just been devouring it for like 10 years now, um, but never had the guts to write one myself. And then um, my really good friend, um, Lori Elizabeth Flynn, who wrote um, The Girls Are All So Nice Here, was like, oh my God, no, you know, write, write one, you can totally do it. So um, the story is about um, two female writers um, who used to be close to each other, but then something happens and um, they no longer talk to each other. And then suddenly um, a few years later, one of them, um, you know, wants to reconnect. Uh, so, you know, she kind of like stalks. I don't know if I would call it stalking, <laughs> but she kind of, you know, um, she finds out where the other one is and, and wants to like reignite their friendship. So it's a very fun book, um, you know, about toxic female friendship and, and envy and obsession um, and all that fun stuff. With, I with a lot of murder, of course. I cannot <laughs> wait to read it. And also while, while you were talking about it, you just got like the most playful, excited look on your face that it, you just, it looked like you were thinking about it with joy in your eyes. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So much joy. Oh, I have to tell you um, yeah. how, like what uh, actually made me write this particular Please. story. So um, I had an argument with my husband. It was just a small argument. We didn't even raise our voices, but I was like mad enough to go and write a scene um, inspired by the argument. And it's the opening scene where um, Jane, the main, main character, has an argument about her um, with her husband about cleaning up. And after I wrote the scene, I was like, hmm. and then I went and wrote the whole book around oh the scene. Oh my gosh. And so, because everything I do, I do out of pettiness. And so now I have a whole novel <laughs> and everyone will see. That makes me you know? so happy. Oh my God. What is he, does he think that's hilarious now? Or is he just oh like rolling God. his um, eyes? <laughs> no, he, he thinks it's hilarious. And what's funny is like, um, 
he, he was like, am I really like Jane's husband? Because he is awful. And I was like, no, like, totally, you know, there was just that one. (laughs) Yeah, there was just that one argument. But then, of course, everything else was like, made up. And he was like, okay, good. (laughs) That is so awesome. I literally cannot wait to read it. Oh, my goodness. Where can we find you, Jesse? So I am mostly on Instagram now. I used to be more active on Twitter, but not anymore. For obvious yeah, reasons, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sadly, I miss I miss it. But yeah, I know me too. Uh, but I am on Instagram. Um, I am at Jesse Cusu Tanto on there. Perfect. Thank you so much for being on the show. This was just a delight. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write. You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelherron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelherron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends.